All right. Should we pray first or just get into it? We should always start with prayer. We should always start with prayer. Always. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy While Spirit. While we're holding hands. Come Holy Spirit. Start with, we're holding hands and now we start. Come in the on, name of... In the name of the Father, <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Thank you. To our first episode of To Have and To Hold. Yes. A podcast that's been in the works for how long now? 18 months. 18 months, a pretty long time. Yes. Yeah. You know why? Because it's good for you to wait. It's good for me to wait. It, is, it actually is good for me to wait because mm-hmm. I'm just kind of one speed, right? Go. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but we decided to kick this off on today, which is April 29th. On the feast day of St. Catherine of Siena, yes, right, a 14th century saint, Third Order Dominican, where life professed Third Order Dominicans, but for even greater reason, we are celebrating 25 years of marriage. That's right. Um, and what better way to celebrate than to hopefully share um, whatever wisdom, whatever our experience may be, to also help other couples, those who may be discerning marriage, those who are in marriage, and those who want to enhance their marriage in mm-hmm. some way, whatever experiences we can offer uh, that may bear fruit in their marriage life. So probably should get out of the way our disclaimers, yeah? Yes. In fact, I was thinking about some of the reasons why I was hesitant in doing this. Mm. And that includes reasons like, well, we're not experts. Mm -hmm. And so that is our disclaimer is that we're not experts. But what I noticed when I was cleaning up the den the other day and we were going over all the different pictures is that we did spend a lot of time together. I mean, 25 years of just married life. That was in, I mean, there was before that, right? Mm -hmm. Before married life. So we've known each other a lot longer, Mm -hmm. but 25 years is a quarter of a, a quarter of a Century. century. So, I mean, that's a long time. And so if there's any sort of wisdom then i would love to share that Mm -hmm. if it's going to bless families Mm -hmm. so if i say something in error because i'm human and perhaps the words i use is not and it's maybe received in a way that i didn't intend Mm -hmm. then you have the freedom to just dismiss it Mm -hmm. or reject it so we're not we're not experts, we're not professionals, uh, we're not theologians, we're not scripture scholars. We love our faith, yes. uh, we love our sacrament, and so all we want to do is give that to you and, and you decide to, well, what you want to do with it. That's right? Right. right. There's no conditions here, it's just uh, two people sharing their hearts for God and for one another. That's right. right. Um, the other, uh, do we have any other disclaimers? No, that's it. Oh, I guess it's just the one disclaimer. Okay, so then we're going to kick off every episode with a Thanksgiving toast. That's right. Right? So we are celebrating 25 years of marriage. And so cheers to you and I and to the many years God has in store for us. Cheers, love. Cheers. And we are drinking a local wine from a local company of a local brand. <laughs> yes. The other disclaimer is we're, we're not wine connoisseurs. But we love our rights. 
So it is what it is. But every episode we like to just, so you can, those of you who are watching and get ready for next time, grab yourself a, your favorite glass of, or your beverage and let's do a toast of Thanksgiving. Yes. So today we just wanted to kick off the episode of To Have and To Hold with really just sharing some wisdom because we often get asked, right, by those that are married, what's your secret? Or even those that are discerning marriage. That's right. Right? <clears throat> yeah, we mm -hmm. get, you know, we work, we walk and work with a lot of couples. And so um, we decided, hey, let's start off this on our 25 years of, of celebrating marriage on help, hopefully answering some of those questions. We won't give you all of our secrets because that would take like a whole week. Um, again, 25 years in the works, right, in the making. But let's share some of those secrets that we could you know, uh, give to our listeners. Okay. So the first one would be, what would you say would be one of our key secrets? I would say for me, a key secret would be having a moral framework <clears throat> that's built on obviously our faith. So for us, it's our Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. And with that, having a moral framework, you, you have a shared language. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. It's a little different when I say a shared language is a little different than what you typically hear from couples who say, you know, perhaps their marriage didn't work out or the relationship didn't work out because there's a lack of communication, mm -hmm. things like that. What I'm speaking of is a um, is a, a shared language so that when I use the word love, you know what that means. Mm -hmm. It's not only an emotion that it goes far beyond that mm -hmm. it's willing the good of the other as other mm -hmm. i know that you know that by using that language because we have a moral foundation we have a faith that we practice and it's a shared language the other thing is is that i know that you also understand your mission as a married couple mm -hmm. for one i should back up you even know what marriage means mm -hmm. what the sacrament of marriage means and as your, as my beloved, as your spouse, you know, to get me to heaven is your mission. Mm -hmm. And which is true for me, my mission is to get you to heaven. Mm -hmm. And so it is difficult. However, it's not impossible without God and we have to know those things. So that means that when you make decisions as the head of our household in our domestic church, that I can trust you love me, you will my good, and that your your decisions are to lead me back to to God, mm -hmm. to lead me to God. Mm -hmm. And I would absolutely echo that, that I think that moral framework shared really rooted in Christ and our Catholic faith is, is fundamentally uh, the, the absolute key and secret to any marriage, being a sacramental marriage, um, but even just be, being a, a marriage that is fruitful and faithful. That's right. And, and I think, you know, when you talk about that mission and that shared uh, language, mm -hmm. right? So understanding the role of husband, understanding the role of, of wife, understanding the role of father, mother, um, the fact, you know, we talk often about that Ephesians 5 love where, you know, husbands are called to love their wives as Christ loved the church, handing himself over for her, right? To uh, present to himself the church in splendor. So it's my responsibility to present you without spot or without blemish, without any wrinkle or any such thing, mm -hmm. right? But when we have that, that shared framework, then we understand that. That's right. right. And I can say, why am I living out that call to be the chief servant, protector and defender of my wife, my children and, and everything that God has given me and blessed us with? So I absolutely agree there that the, uh, it, without that, so that's a good starting point 
is that, and you know, we, we, we do marriage preparation, right? So it's always a challenge when, when we see people coming into this uh, marriage vocation and that, that is not uh, equally yoked. Right. That there's a difference in that philosophy, a difference in that spirituality. And honestly, that's going to be a, a, a difficult road ahead um, mm-hmm. if you don't nip that in the bud right away. So shared moral framework rooted in Christ, rooted in our Catholic faith. So you have a shared language. Shared language, yes. absolutely. Yes. Um, and I would say <clears throat> one of the things that is key that we've experienced is this idea of, of staying connected. Mm. Um, and you know, uh, never stop dating, if you will. Mm. That we're constantly spending time with one another. It's real easy uh, during those courtship phase to just kind of, you know, it's, it's getting back to that place of wanting to know everything about your significant other. Mm-hmm. You want to know their favorite color. They, you know, you you can't get rid of their smell. You know, um, you want to know their favorite foods, their favorite movie, their favorite album, their favorite song, a favorite outfit, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden you get married and have kids and then everything goes out the window mm-hmm. and, and you lose that connectivity. You lose, honestly, even sometimes that desire mm. to to spend that time to keep that, that flame lit and to keep mm. that interest there. Um, and so I would say never stop dating your spouse. Mm-hmm. And that means spending time staying connected. Um, and, and once you have kids, never, and you introduce this into our family life of dating our children. So we have a, you know, our daughter and two sons, and you would take our daughter out and take our two sons out individually, and I would do the same. Mm-hmm. And I think those are things that we as a family would do, but definitely as a couple, we should never stop dating. Um, and I think taking on to that moral framework and that shared faith life is a way that we stay emotionally connected through That's our right. examine. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about that? Yeah, but before I do that, you talked about the, the dates with our kids, and I know the segment's not really on our, on our children, but it, when you bring up dating, the reason for that is because the dynamic is different when you're just one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And that's <clears throat> also true for spouses. So when I'm with my children in one-on-one, they're more inclined to share things with me that they don't ordinarily share with me when we're to all together as a family, mm-hmm. which is true of spouses. When you're together and you have that time, what you're talking about, that connectedness, is really that emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. is really checking in, engaging with one another and, and seeing how things are going mm-hmm. and being present. It reminds me of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Mm. So people who know her would say that she was so present to them as if there was, they were the only person in the world. And so it's our time to carve out time in our day to say, I love you, you're, you're important to me, that I'm gonna carve out some time and I'm gonna be completely present to you. Mm-hmm. All of us, I think, for the most part in our society could say that they're busy, which we are. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things going on. But I'm willing to take time out of my busy schedule to be present to you because I love you, because mm-hmm. I want to check in with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so important. Mm-hmm. So you asked me what my other one is? Yeah, and I think we talked about the connectedness, but specifically when we integrate that, um, that desire to become emotionally connected with our spouse yes. and our spiritual faith, how we approach that in our nightly examine. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So my second secret, if you will, would be the importance of communication in terms of prayer. Mm -hmm. So praying to God, obviously, it's important that we both have 
that individual prayer time. Mm -hmm. And then also praying as a spouse, mm -hmm. as spouses, as a married couple. And so we have it we're very disciplined and I think it's served as well. It's one of our, that's why it's one of our secrets mm -hmm. is that we do morning prayer together, evening prayer, and we do nighttime prayer. Now we do morning prayer and I just wanted to share with them the, the special thing that you do. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> every morning because um, John has a different temperament than I do and we can get into that an, another day, but he rises quickly and my temperament is that it takes me a little bit longer. So he uses that to our advantage. It, I sh maybe it's just my advantage. Nah, it's both. Okay. One flesh. Okay, yeah. to our advantage, yep. and he makes me cappuccino. Oh my goodness. Okay, so, oh, it's delightful. And so he brings me the cap, cup of cappuccino, and so I can, we can actually enjoy our, our espresso together as we're saying morning prayer. And it's beautiful because oftentimes the sun hasn't even come up yet. It's quiet. It's just you and I. Mm -hmm. It's before the house gets busy and noisy. We have that time to really connect with God and to connect with one another. Mm -hmm. We also have our evening prayer and then we have our nighttime prayer and then we do individual prayers independently. Rosary, we have other devotions. But those three are really allocated times, structured times that we come together as a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes more than that, depending on the situation, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, but you're you're touching on something that we do um, in the evening, and that is sometimes we do that in between compline or vespers and compline, mm -hmm. and sometimes we just do that after compline, right? Yep. So it's an examine that we've been doing for a long time, and it's basically just four different steps. The first step is we just talk about our gratefulness. We think about our day, we reflect, and we call to mind anything that we're really thankful for. Mm -hmm. The second thing is just recognizing the way in which God has been working in our life that day. Mm -hmm. And then we'll ask, how did you feel my love? Mm -hmm. Which is step three. And then we close step four with, and what can I do better for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think what's important about that examine is we're really intentional about staying connected. Um, gratitude, as we are all selfish creatures of fallen nature, is a really good place to start because it, it forces us to start off in a way that's like, you know, we can complain a lot. Sure. Right? Um, we can both be uh, inclined to complain about a lot of things and a lot of people. And so we try to stay free from sin. So we say, what are we grateful for in this day? Mm -hmm. And it allows us to kind of reflect back on that day, do a really good examination of that and say, you know, I'm grateful for the fact that we were able to get up and pray together. I'm grateful to get that workout in. I'm grateful for jobs to actually go to. We're grateful for our, our, our health and our kids and so on and so forth. So great way to do that. Um, great way to see God actively working in your life rather than you know, God just being somewhere off in a compartment somewhere, but actually saying, how did I feel and see God working in the day-to-day? -day? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's difficult, and other times it's really quick, and a lot of times we can help each other. You know what? I see it this way. I've seen God working in this way. And I think that's been great, as well as allowing, uh, more specifically, an opportunity for us to share how we communicated love to one another mm -hmm. or, or and to show our appreciation for that. And then coming 
you know, asking for whatever petitions or intercessions that we can do on each other's behalf, becoming the Simon of Cyrene, right? So saying, hey, what can I do better for you? What can I lift you up in? You know, maybe you have a contentious meeting tomorrow and I've got to lift you up. I've got to fast for you during that meeting time. And um, I, I think those are all opportunities intentionally and deliberately to become one flesh, really, mm -hmm. and stay connected. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would say that also it prevents us from going on autopilot mm -hmm. and taking one another for granted because mm -hmm. we're so used to this. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine after time we can easily fall into that trap. You know, it's like thinking about when you first go to a place for the first time, you're really concentrating on the map or the directions, whatever you're using to navigate the route mm -hmm. to get to your destination. And then over time, as you continue to go on that path, then what happens, we go on autopilot, and we don't really think about it, right? And mm -hmm. then you're already, you're already there. Mm -hmm. We could do that in our life and in our relationships. We don't mean to take each other for granted, it's not our intention, but we just go on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And it then comes like an expectation. You know, well, I expected you to do that. So this prevents us from doing that it actually is a cause for pause. We get to sit and think about it, and then we can share our gratitude for one another mm -hmm. and also highlight the ways in which we felt loved by one another each day. Mm -hmm. And for you, sweetheart, um, if you feel comfortable sharing, mm -hmm. when I do recognize that the ways in which you love me, how do you feel about that? Well, I think what's really cool about that exercise for us is Sometimes we don't realize that you acknowledge that sometimes we we could get an autopilot that we're just doing in the day-to-day -day stuff, you know, getting up and getting you the cappuccino in the morning. Um, it just could be part of your routine and not realizing the effect or the impact that it has, the appreciation that your spouse has for it is always awesome, right? So it, it feels like you're being acknowledged and loved and recognized, which is good. And the other part of it is actually sharing with your spouse perhaps an area where we missed. Mm. Maybe, right? There's mm -hmm. times you'll, you'll bring up something I didn't even intend to be an act of love mm. necessarily. But you'll say, no, I felt your love by doing this. Mm -hmm. I, I received it that way. I received it that way, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it could be not even necessarily for what you or I. Like we'll say, hey, I saw how you handled one of the kids. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel your love that way. Mm -hmm. Because I see you being the merciful father mm -hmm. um, uh, to our children. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa, right? I see as a mother, you just made yourself available. I know you had a t I knew behind the scenes you had a tough day. And one of the kids had a, a tough day and you extended yourself for them. Mm -hmm. So I think those are opportunities for us um, to obviously receive that love and that, that affection, but also to acknowledge areas that we may have missed, Right. Um, which I think is awesome. So it's been very fruitful in our lives. Now, I know we can go on and on and on. I think the last thing I want to leave, and, and you know, we'll wait to see what the, the viewers and the listeners have, because we, we have a ton of them. Um, but the one thing that I, the last thing we'll end on is dreaming. Mm. And, and I think then we, there is another one thing uh, you got one more I do oh okay so then we'll add one more to that I think dreaming is something that we often do especially when we're celebrating our birthdays or celebrating our anniversary um, but it's one of the things that we we would we love to do yes we've always dreamt as being that we met each other in high school we've we've always looked forward to the future of what what life has in store and now that we're you know faithful ones and beloved children of God, we always seek what is what God has in store mm -hmm. for us now for our children and now our goddaughter, I mean goddaughter, our granddaughter, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, baby Izzy, love you. Um, and I, I, 
I think that's just something that maybe couples may not do, right? That you may get caught up in your daily grind and just don't stop dreaming. So when you're out dating mm-hmm. and courting one another, dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is life going to look like for us in five years? And mm-hmm. what do we what do we see for our marriage? What do we see for our children's lives? Mm-hmm. What do we see for this career move we prayed and discerned about? What do we what do we see for this ministry work that we're that we're discerning about? You know. So I just think um, we've always been blessed by that because. Every time we do that, that that dreaming exercise, and we look back and like, wow, God has done some crazy stuff. Stuff we did dream about, stuff we had no idea about, and stuff. Some things are far better than we could ever dream. Absolutely, yeah, you mm-hmm. cannot do God's generosity in that sense. So I just say, dreaming is definitely another one of the secrets that it allows you both to focus, you know, get you out of the now in the sense, mm-hmm. and just kind of put you in one place. Say, what would, you know, if we had, if we could look forward, what would our marriage look like? Right mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, that's a beautiful way to stay connected and it's definitely a, a secret to a, a blissful marriage. It reminds me of a, something a, a friend had shared with us, and that is that a couple th- that does dream together, that's a way of creating romance, mm-hmm. is having a shared goal and both uniting and coming together um, in, that, in that journey, mm-hmm. in that endeavor. So absolutely, I'd say that's that's important I think though for us dreaming is also fun mm-hmm. so you're kind of um, I think touching upon something else that is a, is a secret mm. that's not my one that, that's not my last secret <laughs> okay I'm just saying that based on yours what you're alluding to yes okay so I would say is the is fun it's fun for us mm-hmm. but also you know when we are when we're being goofy with one another um, we like to laugh mm-hmm. and I think that that is so important and in, in your marriage is to have fun with one another mm-hmm. yeah it's easy to get uptight and anxious about many things right but um, never lose that that sense of laughter and and joking yeah. just joke with one another be lighthearted yeah mm-hmm. so my my last thing which is not the last thing it's the most important thing mm-hmm. is sacraments oh yeah so the sacraments are extremely important, and, and one of the main reasons to have a sacramental marriage is continue with the, the sacraments and having the Holy Eucharist mm. to sustain us, to nourish us, especially when it's difficult to love, mm-hmm. when we feel irritable or we feel tired, as you were sharing before, you know, the, just being busy and working and balancing. It's, it's a lot of work mm-hmm. and you can be easily fatigued mm-hmm. and you really need the grace of God to love, even in the most challenging times where, frankly, I don't feel like you deserve it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I need to rely on God's grace, the way He loves you. I need His love for me to outpour and to, and to share that with you. So I would say absolutely the sacraments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think just to elaborate on that, yeah, I, I think I, um, I was wondering what you're going to bring up, but I think I folded that into the idea of the faith life. But I mm-hmm. think to be more specific about it, that fundamentally, especially for us as Catholics, when we talk about living, I mean, the Holy matrimony is a sacrament, and that means God's divine life working in you. And when you exercise the other sacraments that we often take for granted, like Holy Communion, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord, you know, being received into us um, and, and strengthening us and sustaining us in this sacred vocation, but also things like the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Um, uh, when we're, we fill out a sorts, we're battling with just the, the worldly or, or fleshful temptations, 
uh, we're out of sorts with one another, we can obviously exercise and receive that sacrament of healing. Um, and then the other thing, uh, along with Holy Communion, is adoration, right? So if you have access to uh, the Blessed Sacrament, um, mean, meaning the Holy uh, Eucharist exposed in the monstrance, go not just by yourself, but together as a couple. And mm -hmm. to spend time before our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament is absolutely game changer. Yes. Game changer. And yes. It's been game changer for us as a couple, That's and it's right. been game changer for our children. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the most important, mm -hmm. along with the the faith and the other things. Were just really some some more practical dynamics within um, just the married life that uh, obviously is integrated with your faith, but I think helps you stay emotionally connected to your spouse. That's right. So what we like to do is you know continue to be of service to you all that are listening, and please share out with everybody you know. We want you to like, subscribe, and comment. Let us know what you want to hear. Things that we can perhaps share just our own experience on. Again, we're not your spiritual director, your counselor. Um, we're not experts or professionals. We just know that we love God, we love one another, and we love our Catholic faith. So we just uh, will continue to be praying for you. So if you say a little prayer for us when you watch this, because we are celebrating 25 years of marriage, and we'll continue to, to uh, toast of Thanksgiving for you all. And don't forget, so you're ready for next time, bring your favorite beverage so you can toast a Thanksgiving with us. Cheers.